Hey, you. Yes, sir, ma'am. Stop what you're doing. Because right now, you need to be listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors. And today we're joined with by, is it by or with? I'm joined with, I don't know, Sherry Hammond. I'm screwing it up already. How are you today? (laughs) I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, Sherry Hammond is the owner or co-owner of Inspired Product Development Group. We spoke to a Warren Tuttle who was an inventor and or he was an inventor coach. And now we're speaking to an actual inventor. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, I, I tend to yammer. So I'm going to just stop for a moment. I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Awesome. Again, Sherry Hammond, um, co-owner of Inspired Product Development Group. The other owner is my father. He's a retired IBM engineer. And three years ago, or I guess, yeah, about three years ago, we decided to start developing products for the home, really finding that that niche and that wow factor element where, you know, we just make daily tasks easier. Very cool. Very cool. Now that's interesting. I don't know if I could ever work with my dad. Love him. And when I was a kid, when I was young, he had his own business and I worked for him. He was tough. Uh, how is it working with your pop? So I've worked for my family since I was probably six years old. Um, we started out in woodcraft and he did that as a hobby while working at IBM. And then we ended up going in the mall, had mall kiosks with Hunt's Woodcrafts in there at a holiday time. And then we went to, uh, he got this idea when compact discs were out to develop a compact disc holder and it was called Disc Gear. And it was actually like a Rolodex for your CDs and you dial it up, lift the lid and it presents your disc to you. And so oh, we thanks. rode this, the compact disc wave for a long time. And I worked for him then, you know, I went to college at UT and then kind of went off and did my own thing for a little bo- little while, but then, always, always came back home. And I've been working with him ever since on and off doing different, different projects and, and product developing products with him. Awesome. Awesome. So now family business then, right? Father and daughter, what role do you play in the business? What's your, your, your role? So I'm involved in product development. My background is in graphic design and package packaging development. Um, so I can do websites, packaging, marketing, things of that nature, kind of the more marketing sales side and, and the, the ergonomic type side. You know, he is more of the function engineering, you know, we need, uh, we need this element to do X, Y, and Z, and then kind of the CAD drawings and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we make a really good, complete team. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's interesting with partnerships. It's, it's, I always think there are pros and cons to partnerships. One of the pros is if I don't like it and my partner does, well, great, we can have it covered. <laughs> so that's always a nice thing. So you, it's nice when you find that complimentary partner 
as opposed to if you do the exact same thing, then you've got a duplication of effort. So it's nice to complement one another. A um, little bit of housekeeping. Do you have a website if we want to find you? Do you have a phone number to find you at? I sure do. So my website, the company name is Inspired Product Development Group. Our website is inspiredpdg.com. And if you want to reach me, you can send me an email at shittery, S-H-A-R-I, at inspiredpdg.com. I'm happy to respond. And I get a lot of, uh, you know, we're such a small company, but we act like we're a big company. And people are always surprised when they when they send something for sales or for info. And I, like, respond back to them and, and things. So it's, it's, we, we, I wear a lot of hats, but we have some team members here on board and um, really enjoy what we do and just have a blast doing it. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad that you spelled out your contact because there's probably a million ways to spell Sherry. Okay. That's dumb. Five <laughs> ways, at least, at least five, right? It's funny. Yes. Uh, one of my best buds, his wife's name is Sherry, but it's C-H-E-R-I. So it's close enough. Mm-hmm. That. So spelling it out makes a big difference. How long have you been in business? So we've been in business. We started in 2017, but really didn't form the company until like 2018 when we knew we had a product that we wanted to get out. Now, our first product was the Cabinet Caddy, which is a pull and rotate organizer for your small things in your kitchen cabinets, like your spices, your prescriptions, your medicines, your vitamins, your essential oils, your cosmetics, You know, all the little things that you lose in a cabinet, you know, this mm. creates this two-tier organizer where you pull and rotate it and it presents those items to you as well it's pretty cool that that is cool that's cool and that was your first one you said in 2017 now we spoke a little bit earlier came out yeah it it actually came out in about 20 uh late 2018 okay Mm -hmm. and i remember we spoke a little earlier and you said that you like to come up with a new product a year almost right so what else have you done i mean so we've got the what do you call that too the Cabinet Caddy? Cabinet Caddy is the, cool, is the cool. first one. Mm-hmm. The second product that we developed that, that came out in 2019, uh, late 2019, uh, uh, probably early. Actually, I think it was available in 2020, um, is Go Hang It. It's a picture hanging and leveling tool that comes with a kit of hardware. And it's everything you need to hang a picture collage in minutes, zero measuring required. It's nice. a system that identifies exactly where those nail holes need to go so that all you have to do is hold that picture up on the wall and it pushes and it marks your little nail holes mount your hardware hang your picture it is so easy and so quick nice now here's an interesting question that i'm going to have for you like when Mm -hmm. we think about professionals and what makes us an expert in our field you know i went to study to do all the things that i do in business inventing seems a little different what makes you an expert in your field how do you become an expert inventor oh i don't do inventors ever become experts i don't know Ah. if they do they're always tinkering and creating and evolving and uh, basically what we do is you know, there has to be a need. There has to be a large target market. You don't want to develop something for, you know, just mm. 12, 12 people. So it has to be something for the masses, something that, you know, and there has to be a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of picture hangers out there. So we know that there's a market for it. And so we go and we gather up all the picture hangers and we test them, try them out, figure out what we like about them, what we don't like about them, what we can do better. And so we're not, we're not building the mousetraps. We're building a better mousetrap. 
Hey, that's what they say on Shark Tank. Build the Uh-oh. better mousetrap. Oh, I told you I'm a Shark Tank geek. Well, I mean, if I'm in, if you're in business uh, as an advisor, you better be watching how other people do things so you can figure out how to be a better advisor. And they always talk about building a better mousetrap. If you can yep. figure that out, boy, you've got a good thing going. So that's really cool. Now, I'm going to ask you this. You, you said you went to school, you tried other things, and you always come back home. What made you decide to take the leap from your other ventures to running your own inventor business what made you decide to take that leap well you know I was a creative director for a company called Ronco for a long time and I I knew I wanted to do I knew I wanted to be my own boss I knew I wanted to to do my own thing um and I got tired of the office politics and the and everything It, it it just became that particular environment for me wasn't healthy and there was a lot of turnover and, and everything changed all the time. And, and so from a creative person, you know, you're constantly having to, you know, if your boss changes four times, then you constantly have to change gears and, and, and try to create that mm-hmm. boss's vision, right? That's right. Uh, VP of sales and marketing vision. Um, and, you know, I, I actually took the plunge and started my own creative business. So I was doing freelance creative work for a while. And then it came to a point where, you know, my dad had retired for a second time. And, and he said, Hey, why don't we do, why don't we work on this? Why don't we get this product going? Um, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And so I was doing my freelance creative work and, and then starting to run this company, you know, inspired product development group kind of came up, came about, and a little while later, but then it got to where, you know, everything for Inspired started taking more time and more time and more time. So I thought, okay, we got to dive straight in and jump in. Yeah. Cool. Jump and the rest, as I say, is history, right? The rest, the rest is history. Is history. Mm-hmm. Cool. So now I'm going to ask you this question because the title of our discussion is always stories of success. How do you define success? So I recently was listening to uh, my, my pastor, he gave a speech on success and I, I was really fascinated by his definition. And so I'm going to share that one. It's success is doing the absolute best you can with the tools that you have currently available. What you have right now means that you're successful. Am I successful today? Am I going to be successful tomorrow? Now you can always go out and get better tools and all that kind of stuff. But success is really a measurement of how well you perform given the gifts and talents, talents, talents and resources that you have today. Okay. And I thought, you know, everybody's always, especially in business, they're always looking forward. You know, I've got to get here and I've got to get there. And that, mm. that doesn't make you happy, right? Um or fulfilled, you know, having that, that knowledge and wherewithal to, to understand, you know, Hey, I did a great job today. I'm going to consider myself successful today, you know, and then you get up the next morning and do it all over again. So, and then taking those steps and, and just really kind of building from there. Nice. I like that. So then obviously you consider yourself successful today (laughs) i do i do you know i'm a i'm a single mom i have a a 
son who's 13 years old and he's in sports. So I'm constantly running him around and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, each morning my dad and I take a walk. He lives on uh, 16 acres out here where we have our business. And so we take a walk around the property. We talk about what we've got to do for the day. And, you know, once we get back, have a cup of coffee, come up here and make a list, check that list off. Boom. Success. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man, 16 acres. Now I'm a city boy. Okay. I'm from Uh-oh. New York. I'm, I'm in Jersey now. So how big is 16 acres? How long does it take you to walk around that property? Um, we can do uh, the trail zigzag back and forth, but it's about a mile walk around nice. the property. Nice. Okay. I know what a mile is from the city. Actually, I have my little uh, fit, my, my, my eye watch. So I can tell when I walk a mile with my dog, that's a nice piece of walking. Mm-hmm. Now that's cool. So a nice leisurely walk around a mile. It's about 15, 20 minutes at least. Mm-hmm. Right. So from a business point of view, what I gather is that we spend at least 15, 20 minutes a day strategizing what we're going to do so that we can find success in our business. Did I get that right? Absolutely. But it doesn't feel like strategy, right? It's just, it's what you do. It, right. it just becomes innate what you do. That's beautiful. I love that. And I think, you know, sometimes with business owners, they get kind of caught up. I know sometimes it happens to me. Well, I'll just jump in and I don't have something to do. So I just get to work before you know it, the day is over. And it's like, what did I accomplish? So now I try to at least stop. I go through all my emails first and then I say, okay, what do I want to do today? And I write it out. And that way I have this continuing uh, saga of success with the day. And that is what helps me to get things accomplished in business. I I think it's been working for for me for a while. Time management is key for me. So it sounds like you've got a nice handle, you and your pop on how to get that day going. That's awesome. I think people will love to, to figure out how to manage your time in such a fashion. Well, and you have to take a little bit of time for yourself. You know, sometimes in the mornings, we don't always talk about business. We talk about personal, you know, where do we have to get my son later on during the day? Who's going to take him? You know, oh, I've got a podcast interview. You'll have to take him to basketball practice or, you know, that something of that nature. It, um, he's an amazing mentor to both me and my son and, and we couldn't do it without him. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. One of my biggest clients is a family owned business and it's, I love to see families work together and they, they have different points of views and come from different angles, but they're like united in the ultimate goal. That's, that's awesome. Family owned businesses when they work are amazing. So I'm glad to hear that. And it sounds like you have a successful one. So but I'm going to pivot you for a moment and I'm going to ask Uh-oh. you this question. This is a, this is a tough one here. What's one big mistake you've made in your business journey? Gosh, the initial mistake that we made quite, you know, early was we developed this product, right? And we had the marketing materials already done, the packaging done, the website done and all this kind of stuff. And we knew we had an amazing product. We went and had our first, had our first container of product hired a distributor, had it delivered there. And then the product just sat in the warehouse because we were just getting going and we would sell five here or 10 there. And you know, we're starting to build, but it wasn't fast enough. And so that was our, our first big mistake. And 
Um, being that, you know, out here at my dad's, there's 16 acres, and we used to have a woodworking shop. We decided to convert that woodworking shop, which he didn't use all that much anymore, to a warehouse. So we now have a warehouse facility here, which can hold two to three containers worth of product. And oh, wow. I mean, you would be amazed when we ship product out of here and pallets, we have a, a little hand truck and we load it up on hand truck, drag it all the way out to the road. And then they'll come and pick up the pallets off the, <laughs> off the road. Wow. Like wow. Our, our little, our little redneck warehouse. <laughs> Cool, cool. So the mistake was so. Now tell me, I'm trying. I want to get it clear because I want to. I want to ask us a, a subsequent question over that. Was the mistake ordering too much product, or was the mistake the, the warehousing of the product? The mistake was hiring the distributor, thinking that we would hit the ground and just they'd start flying off the shelves. You know, uh -huh. it takes a while to get your product some momentum. And so we, we were a little bit too big for our bridges at the moment. It okay. so had to, had to cool. go. Okay. So then we had to go get it, get a good bit of that product and pull it back into this warehouse once we got it all set up and, gotcha. and we've been gotcha. doing it here ever since it's, it's actually worked out really well so and it's way that. low overhead. Right, right. You learn from that. That's awesome. So the, the lesson there, when I think about the mistake was like you had, What's the right word? Inadequate expectations. That's probably the wrong word, but your expectations are a little bit off with how quickly you can sell, right? Right. That happens a lot too with new uh, business uh, owners, especially when they're selling a product. Uh, I have a client that was selling, you know, bought all this stuff and paying all this money to get it packaged and didn't sell product one and actually was up for the reorder. I'm like, why are you reordering if you didn't sell the first? <laughs> it's the mindset that we have to adjust, right? So now you've right. made the adjustment. Tell us, because when, when I asked that question about the big mistake, if you're a successful business, you don't just keep making the same mistake. How did you learn? What did you, what could you have done to avoid this mistake? How did you figure out how to not have these things continue? Well, of course, we decided to make the changes here at the facility necessary to have that warehouse. And we hired, um, you know, a people to come in and help us out seasonally. And, and now we have, you know, some, an employee that's here every day who helps us out with shipping and, and everything. And it's, it, we just, we knew that we had a great product. Everybody else didn't know though. Right. And so, and just realizing that the marketing takes time and to get, to get that going through advertising and word of mouth and, and things of that nature, trade shows and, and whatnot. Cool. Cool. So that when you make your next product and your next product and your next product, you have your system in place so that you mm -hmm. don't, that's very cool. Let me ask you this question. What do you think is the single biggest quality needed to be, a successful business owner. Gosh, this is going to sound cliche, but you really have to be able to adapt and overcome. You know, that our distributor situation is a prime example. We had to adapt and overcome. Um, you are constantly have to be willing to make changes, reanalyze your processes in business and saying, you know what, this isn't working right. We've got to figure out a better way to do it. And then Start doing your research and investigation, figure out what other people are doing, talk to people, talk to other entrepreneurs, other business owners, see how they're doing it. You know, it's, it's an 
ever-evolving learning situation. Nice, nice. And I love that. Uh, adapting and overcoming is true, especially these last year, right? 2020 was crazy. And a lot of businesses failed because they weren't able to adapt. And right. certain businesses in the same industry adapted and, and right. flourished. So a lot of, I like what you said, because a lot of what is going to make you a successful owner is going to be internal, right? It right. might not be the product. It might not be the service. It might be you. So well, and that's adapt and overcome is really a mindset, right? Right. It's something that, you know, is not easy for us. A lot of people to do, you know, you just kind of have to, to, you know, fortunately for us during this whole pandemic, we had an online presence. We had tried time and time again to get into brick and mortars. And for some reason, it just never happened. And, you know, thank goodness, because as soon as the pandemic happened, everybody started shopping online and that's everywhere that we were. And they were looking for things to help them get organized, to tackle those home projects because wow, they had yeah. the time. And right. it, it really helped us. You know, we were fortunate in a time when there were a lot of companies out there that just, just, you know, didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's nice. Sometimes you, you, the adaptation is already in effect. Like I think for me in my business, we were doing, we had using zoom for about a year already. So when everything hit, and like they shut our town down, you know, it wasn't too big of a stretch for me to, to get everything almost online so that everything can be remote. Uh, I had one podcast interviewee and she does promotional products, Henderson Promotions. And she was not, at least from what she explained, was not completely online, but she was an amazing business owner and her and her husband adapted, boom, immediately. She says pivot and her business flourished right? And that's that mindset, right? She could have said, oh, what was me? Business is not good. My catalogs aren't working. I'm just going to fold up shop. No, she pivoted and made a difference. And so I, I really like that. I mean, when you talk about being successful and we've heard a lot of different owners give us different things, but adaptability is really important. And I think even more so we saw it this year, uh, this past year or so. Cool. So I'm going to ask you this question. You mentioned your pop. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he, you couldn't have done it without him. So I'm going to imagine that he's your mentor yes. in a lot of ways. How yes. has he contributed to your success? You said, I couldn't have done it without him. How has he helped you? Give us one example. Gosh, you know, every day on the daily walk, his, his little nuggets of wisdom. Um, you know, he's been inventing products since the 60s. He has over 150 patents. Most, wow. with, most with IBM. But um, yeah, over 150 patents. There's not a lot of people out there in the world that can say that. And I have four. <laughs> Congrats. I have zero. So you killing me. <laughs> so, and I, yeah, and I've worked really hard to get those. So I can imagine doing all the other ones, but um, IBM was a little bit bigger than we are. Um, but, you know, he's, he's just, he just has such a vision. But one of the things we visualize things differently. So he'll come at it from one way and I'll come at it from the other way. And then we kind of hash it out and then kind of meet somewhere, you know, in the middle, which is why I think this works and why our products work. And, 
and, and everything. He comes at it from a definitely an engineering mechanical side, and I come at it from a user usability consumer kind of side. So it's it's been it's been a great process. But yes, he is one hundred percent my mentor. Always has even even before um, we started this business. He's nice. always been we've we've been super close. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I think mentors are critical. And like you just said, on our walk, sometimes it's just the nuggets of wisdom. That's valuable. You know, I have a few people that that coach. Every coach has coaches. And, and it's not so much the structured content, but it's something that they might say in passing that just like, ding, it just changes. You know, I, I, one, one coach said one statement to me and it changed my entire mindset. And he was just talking about uh, same thing he said playing not to win or playing playing to win or playing not to lose and if you play not to lose you you probably will survive if you play to win you'll thrive i was like wow you know and he just said it in passing and he went on to something else but i'm sitting there writing that down like i gotta and i you know so coaching and mentors are invaluable to success um now you've been in business for at least you, you said 2017 so that's if i do my math right 2021, four years. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to a new business owner, someone just starting out? You know, I would say whatever you do, stick with it. If it's really what you want to do, if it is your passion, then there's nothing that's going to keep you from doing it. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit at a time. You know, dad always says, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. We've got this mm. great big task ahead and you just have to tick away at it and just keep on going you have to be you have to be on fire right you have to be have the passion and be on fire for it and you will be unstoppable so. i like it i like it yeah I, i'm not a big fan of eating elephant but i i think i can get it down one but i I've, i always use that expression which is funny i always use that expression it's so powerful when you think about it right you know, you look at that big old thing, you what one bite at a time. Yep. Um, so <laughs> now I'm thinking about lunch. But anyway, <laughs> if you could go right back before you started your business, what's the one piece of advice you'd give yourself? To make sure to listen to my gut. There have been times where you know that intuition kicks in and you're like i don't know i just i'm just not comfortable with this or even when you meet somebody you know you can usually judge character when you meet somebody you just kind of get this mm -hmm. you shake their hand well not anymore you give them a little fist bump you know and or mm -hmm. you, you meet them and you you have this just this gut feeling you know, i've learned to follow that because it, it, it served me well. And that, that would be, you know, there have been some mistakes early on and, and things, you know, like with the distributor and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, you, you just follow your gut. If you, if you, I mean, that's what intuition is all about. Trust your gut. I, I like that. Um, it's weird. Like, I've been in business for almost 20 years and that expression, trust your gut, it never really, um, 
it never really was good for me. Like, I was like, I don't like that. It's just, you know, it's not scientific. It's not, it's not quantifiable. You can't put a, a, an equation around it, but you know what? Every time I go against my gut, I get burned. I'm like, how does the gut know? <laughs> how does the gut know? But you are right. Sometimes you have to go with that feeling more often than not, you have to go with the feeling. And if you go with that feeling, you, 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 you have more success, right? I, I like trust your gut, but listen to your mentors, right? Yeah. <laughs> the gut doesn't have to be yeah. infallible, but it certainly is helpful. So awesome. I have one final question. I want to wrap it up with this question. If you don't mind, this is, uh, we always call this okay. the bonus question. Every so often I'll do a mastermind. We used to do it every week. We don't do it as much now, but we would have a certain quote and then we just vibe on that quote. So I want to get your take on how this applies to business. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. quote to be successful, you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart. What that do you goes right that? along with having, yeah, that goes right along with having the fire, the passion for it. You have to love what you do in order to be successful at it. If you don't love what you do, you do you're, you're going to do a half-assed job. You know, you've, you've got to find ways to stay stay engaged, stay in, stay in love with what you do. And, um, you know, that means taking a step back, taking a deep breath. If that means going for a walk, if that means, um, you know, just buckling up and, and digging in, you've got to stay on fire for, for your business and what you do. That's the only way you're going to be successful. I agree. I agree. Well, I tell you what, I, I really enjoyed this interview. I want to thank you so much for giving me some time today and giving us some knowledge uh, and learning a little bit more about the role of the inventors. Appreciate that. Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And we look forward to hearing more about your journey to success. Thank you. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS. And please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at mcataxprep.com slash business SOS. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.